Welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindeskog. Hello, Colin. Hey, how are you getting on, Martin? Good. What are you thinking about? I'm thinking about... What am I thinking about? <laughs> I'm thinking about our membership at the moment, actually, because Mar- um, Matthew and I were just talking about onboarding this morning, how to make it easier for people to to get to know products, essentially. So okay. we run our podcast host academy and Alitu. And it's just the thing I'm thinking about most right now is how to make it so that when people sign up for anything that we do, that we make it really obvious to them how they can get the most from it right away. That's so it's that onboarding because, stuff. Yeah, yeah, onboarding. And that uh, could be this short and sweet um, uh, topic that we could talk about and then do another follow-up. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> two two years ago we talked about, and then you haven't yes. launched uh, Alitu, or uh, yeah. how do you pronounce it in Scottish? I say Alitu, but yeah. I have people that say Alitu, uh, yeah. Alitu, uh, all sorts of different things, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I'm I happy be- for people to uh, internationalize it. <laughs> Good. And we could mix and muck, um, uh, mix, mix it up here a bit, because this is like a follow-up we talked about, as I said, two years ago, when you haven't launched the um, software and the tool. And we talked about podcast hosting and your interest in cycling and other things like that. And also yes, the process indeed. of uh, being an entrepreneur. Uh, and then I had uh, a new segment because you got me lots of ideas about this season thing that you could do. Oh, like, for example, how yeah, you yeah. put together a bike. You have maybe 10 episodes there. And yeah, I've yeah. used that with other. Uh, we have a prepper show when we have done in the seasons there. Uh-huh. Uh, so so that's that's fascinating. And then I okay. thinking of my own to have the name ego, like I am or I in Latin. And you mm. do often an ego search on yourself uh, and your company and so on. So when I search for Ali too and your name, Colin uh, Gray, uh, you, you I found you on uh, like vi- uh, images uh, from the podcast host on Twitter and some videos. Right, okay. Then, of course, you're yeah. competing with some actor and other things like that. So maybe it's harder. But all of you, uh, I got lots of uh, hits there, uh, several hundred thousands, I think, 259. But there I, I also use um, DuckDuckGo as an alternative. And there okay. uh, I found it on the second page. First, they had this scrolling thing, but now we have even the second page. And then uh, the first page was on Ali to some Finnish word. Have you heard about that? Uh, maybe I'll do, do some investigations later on. No, I, I don't know that at all. No. So, uh, yeah, I'd be interested to hear. <laughs> yeah. Could you could you tell about, I mean, is it a made up word or did you have any thoughts about the name? <laughs> I've often thought I need to make up a better story for this, but mm, it's essentially, yeah. <laughs> it came from, it came from back in the day, uh, maybe 10 years ago or so, I was experimenting with lots of different ways to earn some money online on the internet. And I bought a few different websites, um, one of which was a site called alitu.com. And it was a directory at the time. It was just a business directory. And it was, um, it was basically, it was earning like $100 a month through uh, AdWords adverts and sponsored listings and stuff like that. And I bought it essentially to build it out a little bit, to earn a wee bit of money from it. Um, mm. And that was, the domain came with that. But obviously that it just kind of felt a bit like it didn't that that type of site was kind of penalized by Google over mm. the coming years, uh, rightfully so, because there wasn't really much value in there. 
Um, and by about 2013 or so, I think I just shut it down. I just closed it down, but I kept the domain name because it was a, a five letter domain name. Mm. And it was just last, yeah, a couple of years ago when I started looking at this new tool that I was building, I was thinking, what am I going to call it? Um, what domain will I put it under? We could go with something like, you know, the podcast maker app, the, you know, mm. make it really obvious, but I, re- I wanted something nice and short and snappy. And I just remembered yep. this domain I had back in the, in the archive um, and it's quite hard to get a five-letter domain it these is, days, yeah. obviously, especially when it's actually pronounceable. And I just mm. thought it quite suited, actually. I just quite liked the idea of having something nice and simple and easy like that. And there's downsides, obviously, in that sometimes I have to spell it for people. Mm. Sometimes people say it in different ways. But I well, I like it, and I believe yeah. it's memorable enough to make it worthwhile. So, yeah, that's, that's where it came from. Great, great to hear. And what's the name of the mascot, uh, the mascot, uh, the robot there and the purple <laughs> action? Yeah. Do you know, I haven't really, I kind of named him Ali too, as yeah. in A-L-L-Y and mm. T-O-O, um, yeah. just as a way of thinking that was a way to help people know how to pronounce it. But I never, mm. I never really got into putting that on the website or anything, but like, yeah, that's about as close as we got. <laughs> Mm. Uh, but I like uh, this uh, funny way and a bit whimsical, but also easy uh, process how you're using the tool. And we could dive into that uh, a little bit also. And when you do the yeah, search sure. on Google, um, you find, I mean, you, you are uh, found on uh, your website, uh, videos about the tool, and then mm-hmm. product hunt uh, and a site called Polymesh. And he uh, then described uh, different tools like Descript, Hindenburg, uh, Zencaster, sure. o- Audio, Adobe, GarageBand, Audacity, Audacity, Apple Logic Pro, uh, Reaper, etc. And there yeah. maybe we could jump into that for, for a little bit. Uh, because I, when you to- told me about it two years ago, I said, ah, oh, this could be for me as a non-techie not using uh, mixers and uh, things like that coming from i'm not coming from a studio background or musician and also to do it in an easy way Um, so that's why i wanted to jump on this and then followed uh, the development so could you tell you tell a little bit about this uh, differences with other tools and what was your thoughts about it in idea and how you got people on board then the de- developers because you had another site there uh, called uh, indie hackers that uh, described uh, your progress also so that will we talk a bit about also yeah sure uh so really how how the idea for Alitu came around and how we started building it is that what you mean yeah, perfect. Great. I mean, the, so originally we ran the podcasthost.com. So that's the site that I started back in 2011 when mm-hmm. I was still working at uh, Edinburgh Napier University. Uh, the reason I started it was because I was teaching learning technology at the time. So I was at the university teaching lecturers how to be better with tech when working with their students. And podcasting was one of the kind of fashionable technologies that came up at the time. It was something that universities were looking into as a, a really good teaching tool. It was something that, you know, supplemented standard lectures and let lecturers get good stuff out to their, their students in an easy way. So I was asked to learn how podcasting worked so that I could then teach it to the lecturers. And that's how I got into podcasting back in, I think that was like 2008, 2009-ish. And... I ran a course with Napier for a few years 
teaching the lecturers all around podcasting. And I started the website, thepodcasthost.com 2011, really just to write about the stuff I was learning back then. I'd, I'd got really into podcasting at that point. I just kind of fell in love with the medium in terms of it's, you know, just how easy it was to get stuff out there, how engaging it is as a medium, how, you know, you get to really know the, the hosts really well. It's just really engaging as a medium. And I just kept writing blogs and articles, mainly about geeky stuff like microphones and mixers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that grew into 2015, 2016, a business which then I started taking on staff and we were still doing the content. We were making money through affiliate income, through sponsorship, through client work, through actually doing podcast production for people. But when we got to that point, we had a pretty decent audience, uh, quite a lot of folk following the website. And we got a lot of questions in through the site, both for the podcast and for, for the site itself. And one of the biggest questions was always, um, how do I edit? How can I make editing easier? What's the best tool for editing? Um, mm. I hate production. I just, I don't know what <laughs> bitrate means, compression means, equalization, all this stuff. People just, there's a lot of people out there that just aren't interested in learning mm. that process. They don't care about the tech. All they want to do is speak. And that was what really was the genesis for Alitu. I just wondered whether, whether it was possible to build a tool that made some of this easier. And we started looking into it and I got a bit of funding from a local government scheme to take on a developer to to do some uh, experimenting around it. And we found initially some open source tools that got started, really built upon that and really refined over a couple of years into something that we felt was good enough to send out to, to users. And really the way it started getting out to users to back to back to one of your original questions there, the first users were followers of the podcasthost.com. They were followers of our main website because we've got a good mailing list there. So we sent out announcements to the mailing list, to our social media announcements on the on the website itself. And those initial users for Alitu were folk that trusted us because of our content, because of the content we'd been putting out for the few years before that. And they got on board, tried it out. They suffered through the early few months of horrible bugs and terrible decisions and stuff and and helped us turn it into a much better product, which is what we've been working on today. Yeah, that's that's great. And um, when I did this search on your name, I, I saw you also on a podcast conference there. So you have been a podcast movement and you have been in, was it a conference in London also? Uh, pretty recently yeah there's quite a few events around the around the world on podcasting nowadays and i go to quite a lot of uh, you know more general content marketing conferences too mm-hmm. so recently there was one called um build your audience live run by janet mm-hmm. murray uh the one before that i was in london last year for the youpreneur conference by chris ducker podcast mm-hmm. movements in orlando this year that's uh, two weeks time actually so i'm getting ready to go out to that in a couple of weeks uh, and there's con- the Content Marketing Academy was a good conference in Edinburgh that's finished now, but it was, it was great for a few years. So, yeah, there's a few around. Yeah. And uh, like an announcement, uh, it, it, they have plans to uh, arrange uh, like a, you could say a potluck conference here in Gothenburg, Sweden on podcasting. Oh, right. Okay. Excellent. Next year. So we will keep you in uh, informed about that yes Colin. yeah so, oh, i'd love to love to have the chance to go and visit sweden so that'd be cool <laughs> yeah so 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 that's that's great to hear and also when we talked about this search there and came to the site this indie hackers then it was very open and transparent uh, way of uh, doing the development are you having like is it for developers because i have talked to on your chat feature there um with some different uh, people 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. So, so could you yeah, talk a little yeah. about, so, about your team? Yeah, for sure. So for Alitu in particular, uh, we have four developers now. So we've got two front-end developers, two back-end developers, uh, and two two of the four are full-time, two of the four are, part, are part-time. And um, yeah, th- that's been one of the hardest parts of the process, to be honest. Finding good developers is really difficult, um, especially because of the sort of the amount of specialization developers have gone into these days. Like a lot of devs are really specific around one particular language or one particular aspect of building apps, or, you know, you've got the, the sort of front end back end split, but then you've got all the different languages within front end, the different philosophies, the different approaches, all that stuff. But I'm lucky enough that I've, I found a really good developer very at the very, very start who was quite kind of quite flexible, quite kind of jack of all trades, quite, um, relatively low cost as developers go, quite local to me in Dundee. He helped me build that first prototype. And then I found another, just got really lucky, found another guy who is kind of like co-founder almost of Alitu and that he has been with me since the very start and built really the whole front end of Alitu. And that's Bran, um, mm, Bran Kaser. Yep. So he yep. helped me the whole way through. He's been with me since the start of Alitu pretty much the first few months, certainly. Um, and then, yeah, just found a few others since then uh, who's helped us build it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard process to find. But and yeah, in terms of the indie hackers stuff, I mean, I really like that community. It's a community of people who the idea behind that is that you, you're a bootstrapper. So you don't take on much in a way of funding. You tend to build apps more organically. Um, mm. You build it with users in mind. It's kind of a design thinking approach and and build it with profit in mind as well. So you actually make some money from the start so that you don't have to take okay. on funding and give away loads of the company and and really take that pressure. Yeah. There's so much pressure when you do that too. So I just really like the philosophy behind that community and the openness as well. Like You learn so much from reading the accounts of how other people build their teams, their business, the, you know, yeah. um, right down to the numbers, like how they're growing their audience to how much money they're making, that kind of stuff. And it's not like a showing off thing or yeah. <laughs> in many cases, it's the anti showing off, like I'm only yeah. making $20 a month right now. Um, uh, it's kind of, you learn so much from seeing those concrete numbers though, and how that evolves over time. So I just, I like sharing that because I feel like it helps other people and yeah. it helps me stay accountable too. That's great, and, and uh, that I could do maybe for a solo episode for my, myself uh, as a podcaster. Also, that you see yeah, yeah. Uh, how you could earn money, uh, how you could get things in different ways. I, I mean, I have clients yeah. helping in my way, mostly ins- yeah. uh, inspire them to start podcasting, and then I want to support people in this industry to make it easy for, as I said, the non-techy podcasters. And and then of course I I um, um, in a way favor a subscription model because then you know that it could be developed uh, during time. Um, but it yeah, also, yes. as I said, adding up uh, to to the cost like a, like a hobby. Uh, it could be an expensive yeah, hobby yeah. like golf or yes. something like that. Oh, yeah, it can. <laughs> but, but I see the po- uh, potential also. So this uh, indie hack uh, hacking or hackers, I will mention that uh, to one of my previous guests, uh, Ed Filowet of uh, Backpack mm-hmm. Studio app, and see if he okay, is sure. already in that because we had mm-hmm. a very geeky, nerdy, and fun <laughs> conversation. I think, and I learned lots of things about this tool that I use uh, for with clients uh, when we're sitting and meeting, um, and also for my solar shows. And now we are using yeah. uh, this um, uh, Ringer service that I also interviewed Tim Sinclair. 
Yeah, and that have also developed. So I think that's fun and interesting. And uh, this uh, community and this industry is, is growing. And um, yeah, it's uh, nice to see. And then you could, as a podcaster, you could choose and pick from the market. But it is a marketing thing also to reach out. I mean, you said you had a newsletter and you had a fan base and people visiting your site. But still, it's to to reach out there. And then you could to joke a bit uh, because you have been around for this for a long time. Um, podca- podcasts could have their how to say uh, already up uh, mind uh, about things about gadgets and how they should use it and so on. And you get used to things. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, he, yeah, uh, sure. this uh, site compared uh, uh, other things uh, like this polymesh uh, audacity, for example. I remember yeah, when yeah. I saw it the first time, I said, this is from the 90s or something like that. I don't I don't get it. But <laughs> so I had this uh, stumbling block and so I, I said, I'm waiting for something will come that will fit my type of doing uh, the <laughs> yes. stuff. So uh, you're really a pod, uh, podcast maker and tool for for me. So I appreciate that very much, Colin. Um, so right, that's I'm great. Glad to say that. Thank you. And and we could say that I mean uh, you have then uh, customers. You had a uh, milestone there of two hundred fifty paying uh, customers. Could you could you tell a little bit about the economy there also, but also about if you have any unique selling proposition, and also uh, if, do you have do you see any user of this i mean it could be a broad range like ed filouette he's talking he talked about musicians djs podcasters like myself but uh, radio personalities uh, all kind of things do you do you want to share a bit uh, about that yeah and do absolutely yeah i mean i find that we so we just passed 350 we've got 300 and i think we're on 360 users so i'm congratulations yeah delighted that <laughs> it seems a bit crazy sometimes but it's great um and uh it's been growing reasonably well there's there's kind of a there's definitely something in what we're doing around the retention side of things in terms of we 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 still lose more people than i would like and i think actually there's a big part of it is really just the nature of podcasting itself like the fact that a lot of people there's a lot of people start a podcast and never get past was the magic number seven? I don't know whether that's changed yeah. or not. That's an old <laughs> stat, but the average podcast only been seven episodes long. It's probably changed since now, but since then, but mm. you know, people drop out of podcasting within the first month or two quite often. It's it's mm. not an uncommon thing at all, and that's actually uh, that's a problem for us, obviously, because we want people to stick around for a long time and make a great podcast and stay customers' value. So we actually end up having to look at how to help people run a podcast as well as how to use the tool. It's not just a question of teaching them how to use Ality. It's a a question of teaching them how to run a long-term successful show. And that's the bit I'm struggling with just now is how we tie that into Ality. Um, Struggling is probably not the right word. I'm just, I'm wrestling with how to get that tutorial, how to get those tutorials in there, how to get that education in there. Because we also run the Academy, obviously, which is basically exactly what that's for. So there's something around tying our two services together. <laughs> we've got one service that helps people make a podcast really easily, which is Alto, and we've got another service that helps them learn how to run one long term. So that's that's a plan for me over the next six months is to tie them together more closely so that and I think that'll help us grow more quickly. 
Okay. Uh, but not only that, but it'll help us make more successful podcasters because the two work really well together. There's a great synergy there. Um, so there's something around that. But in terms of the customers, you mentioned like what are, what type of customers we work with. We we mainly I find that the people that are willing to pay um, a decent chunk for podcasting and Alto is not like huge. I mean, Alto Alto is not expensive, but it's not cheap either. It's twenty eight dollars a month. So that's, a, I mean, it's a decent little bit of money to outlay. You have to be taking your podcast relatively seriously um, or take your time seriously, as in um, if it saves you four or five hours a month, then is that worth $28 to you? Then many people it is, but some people, yep. So the people that I find tend to think like that are often freelancers. They're often coaches, consultants, you know, people that are thinking in terms of their time is valuable. You know, people pay for their time. Um, and you get hobbyists as well that are starting to take it quite seriously because they want to get really good at what they do. Uh, so they want to get better at the speaking, the planning, the content, all that kind of stuff. And they want to forget about all this time spent on editing and conversions and bringing it together and all that stuff. So that tends to be the two people I find. It's those those solo business owners or people that do that on the side, you know, the coaching, the consulting, the freelance stuff. Or it's hobbyists who have an awareness that it's all about their skills um, as a presenter, as a content creator, and not their technical skills around editing and equipment and all that kind of stuff, that that's what makes the difference. Mm. Yeah, sounds great. And um, as I said, we, we will probably do another follow-up uh, if you have time in, in the future, yeah, Colin, because yeah. I want Indeed. to deep down uh, with the technical side. As I said, I'm not a technical guy. But I learn more yeah. about it and I get questions about it. And as I said, yes. as I said to Ed, I want it only to work, but I yeah. want to learn more about, uh, for example, I will, I will give you one, uh, how to say a curveball. How about uh, <laughs> minus 14 luffs and what is uh -huh. it in uh, Ale 2? <laughs> this magic uh, sauce. And you yeah, could say, yeah. well, we, uh, we don't have time to talk about it, we will do another time. But yeah, uh, if you yeah. want to talk to the layman, but also to the tech yeah. uh, guy out there. Yeah. yeah. No, that's absolutely fine. I can do it very quickly. I mean, luffs are just a measure of, of um, <laughs> see, the terms are always tricky. Like you've got volume, levels, gain. You've got all these different yep. words for something quite technical. And they all actually mean something slightly different. But for the layman, it's volume. It's how loud your show is. Loudness is measured by luffs and you tend to go either minus 16 or minus 19 depending on whether you're mono or stereo and Alitu outputs at uh, a totally standard um, uh, luffs it's either 16 or 19 depending on your output so yes Alitu one of the ideas is that it helps you set your podcast to the right loudness based on what um, how your podcast is put together that's that's great uh, or it doesn't even help you it just does it yeah. for you that's why I should yeah, and that's what I like uh, and uh, because yes. you could buy a tool and I'm all for that also I mean in this other site uh, they described other tools that was free like Audacity and GarageBand in a way if you have a Mac already uh, but also uh, tools that cost you uh, thousands of uh, Swedish crowns or hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. but then of course it's one investment and then uh, you are counted it off so to speak this is an ongoing as you said a fee but it's how you value your time and how much you want to fiddle around uh, with it and i have used and i still use uh, a service called ophonic and but where mm -hmm. i use this for like two hours every month and sometimes i have bought credits and got credits from from fans and supporters and listeners and sure, so on yeah yeah uh, but there i also like it but 
I only run it through. But then you could do so much more. Uh, but when you start thinking about it also, is it any difference what's happening if I check this uh, check mark or box or <laughs> what, what is really yeah. doing? And maybe yeah. that could be yeah. a thing for your community, uh, for people who yeah. want to know, learn that or uh-huh. explain it to somebody else uh, in a layman's yeah. terms. Yeah. Because as I said, yes. you have done that in a good way on, on the podcast host with lots of blog posts and articles and comparing microphones and all these things. And you have yes. videos on Allo too, and you could do this chat on on, on um, directly chat uh, when you're using the program. So I've got help with that also because sometimes my workflow, I wonder, I have to sit down and do that. But it's also changing yeah. with your own show, with uh, for clients or with co-hosts, and with Allo too. I like what you develop with new things. Could you? As I said, we will do another follow-up. But could you tell a bit what have happened mm. since? Uh, you started and some future ideas and plans, what you want to incorporate? Because it's both, like Ed said, you want to keep it simple and the, the app and the service yeah. should work. Yeah. I, I could say I am yeah. an Apple fanboy, but I yeah. uh, using the Chrome browser. But I wouldn't yeah. mind to use the Safari, but I know how Apple yeah. and Mac is. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, could you tell yeah. a little about that future plans? And, yeah, absolutely. And Got time for this. Yeah, this one final thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of the developing, we, I mean, we came out with um, the initial features, just how to make basic podcast. And since then, really, we've based the new features on what people are asking for. I didn't want to build in a whole bunch of stuff that I wasn't sure people would use. And the main things actually that we've, are, we've added a bunch of new features over the last year, but the main two that people kept asking for was... Um, you mentioned Ophonic there, the idea of noise reduction, hum reduction, much more dynamic leveling. People were desperate for that. So we have added that in now. So we've got, um, we've got noise reduction, we've got that hum reduction, we've got really good leveling so that if you upload a few different speakers, they're all leveled out really well. So it's that just audio cleanup makes it sound really good. And the other one actually, which I didn't necessarily expect was the whole teaser trailer format. So being able to play 30 seconds or 20 seconds of voice before your music, because Alitu mm. puts together your music, your voice clips, and then your music again. It, it presumes you're going to have theme music to start the show, then yep. voice, like a few different clips, and then theme music to end. But a lot of people mm. wanted that little 10, 15, 20 second teaser where they say, mm. hey, welcome to the show. This is what we're talking about this week. And then go into the music. So that was actually okay. something I didn't expect, but we built that in pretty quick because everyone was asking for it. I have to test that out, and uh, that's I need like a, uh, instructional video and test it out and play with yes. it because lots of so-called, uh, I mean, very professional uh, sound-wise uh, productions are well like that. I like the raw thing. We start, uh, you have a short yeah. bumper, and go to the conversation, and then you end with the outro. Uh, and yeah. you then I have some with uh, Backpack Studio, you could have some um, uh, music, some bumpers, some uh, commercial breaks. You could have all kind of fun. I like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, But I would play around with that because if you have a longer interview okay. or something, you could do uh, things like that. So I think yeah, that's a nice yeah. uh, new feature. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, nice to speak to you, Martin. Yeah, thanks. And uh, talk to you soon again. And uh, could you say where... Uh, listeners could find you. 
Indeed, yeah, absolutely. If you pop over to thepodcasthost.com, you'll find all of our uh, free resources. Our full start guide is there if you go up to the top and look for uh, how to start a podcast. And if you want to check out Alitu, go over to alitu.com, alitu.com, and you'll get a seven-day free trial to give it a shot. Great. And for a full disclosure, I'm an affiliate also as an avid user, so I will include that in the show notes also. So yes, absolutely. Put thank, in your link. thank you very much, <laughs> uh, Colin. Excellent. Talk to you soon again. Cheers. Indeed. Good to talk to you, Martin. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.